This episode of Okie Podcast is brought to you by Southwest Trading Company. If you've not been to Southwest Trading Company, please go do that right now or after this podcast. But the location for Southwest Trading Company is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Southwest Trading Company has so many items from so many different artists like jewelry, art, blankets, cedar boxes, clothing, collectibles. You name it, they got it. So why not shop at Southwest Trading Company? Go like the Facebook page, follow the Facebook page. To keep up with all new events coming out the store and items. And once again, that location is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Go check them out and let them know Russ from Okie Podcast sent you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Okie Podcast. Got a very special episode today. I got my good friend Woodco back on the show. He is a indigenous hip hop artist, and he's gonna be. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some songs, and he's even going to perform some songs. So it's a new experience. For you, for me. For me, too. And for him, uh, we did some technical stuff before we started, and I had to do my research on how to even even do this, so it was cool to learn something. It's always great to learn something, but Wootko, what's going on? Not a lot, man. Yeah? Not this a is lot. a different vibe, bro. Like I know. I'm always like sitting up, because I'm sitting up on the mic, and I just got it in my hand, and I'm just kind of yeah. chilling chillaxing right now yeah this is a totally different feel from last time yeah because heck man this is new for both of us so yeah it's gonna be an experience just see what happens yeah what what made what gave this like what gave you this idea uh i've just heard other podcasts like have musicians perform their songs Mm -hmm. on the show and i was just like man what if we did that it'd be kind of cool be kind of like performing live, but able to talk about the music afterwards. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be really something different and be fun. Yeah. Scary as it is, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, man. That, I mean, yeah. Cause you gave me the idea and I was actually like, um, I looked up, uh, Howard Stern of all people, mm-hmm. but I, I looked up when he had Metallica on, but that was more of like an actual like 
instrumental like instruments mm-hmm. are live the guitars are live and it wasn't like what we're doing but i was just like you know if they could do it back then you yeah. know with technology now it's got to be easier right mm-hmm. so but yeah i was like i was nervous too because i got it figured out and i i remember i messaged you and i said yeah bro i got it figured out and then we w- i went to work out today this morning and we were coming back late and i was like man i got to i got to get back and i got to set the stuff up and i have to make sure that i got it right like it's yeah. actually going to work so that was like my biggest thing was like do like putting all this stuff on here again and then testing it out before you got here and making sure that it actually worked yeah. and so i was so i was so worried about that because i didn't want you to show up and then like it just not work and i was and i'd be sitting here like an idiot hey well <laughs> Man, that's how you like learn new stuff. You just yeah. kind of dive into it sometimes. If mm-hmm. it works, awesome. You yeah. learn something new and you can add a whole new element to your show. Mm-hmm. If you ever have other artists on here. Yeah. You know, um, and it's something new for me too. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I think it's a more personal experience to perform your song in this kind of setting and then to be able to talk about it afterwards. Because mm-hmm. you, um, I never really get to hear people's feedback on, on music. Uh, I kind of just post it and then it goes out and then people might comment, Oh, I love it. Blah, 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 or it's cool. But you never like really get to have someone sit down and be like, okay, what is this song about? Like, where did this, it come from? Mm-hmm. And like, what was the process of developing it? And I just, it's a new experience. So. Yeah. It was a great idea, you know? And I, I love that. I love, like I said, learning stuff, just, just getting, just getting to learn something new and, and yeah, dude, it was a it was a challenge for me, but I'm glad we got it figured out. You messed with the the levels on here. I don't even know what you did. <laughs> I was like sitting yeah. here like watching a magician do his thing, and I was like, oh man, might have messed it up. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds good, so it sounds really uh, good. But uh, but yeah, dude, you know, I was thinking of other people that could probably do this too. Mm-hmm. You know, send me three or four songs, and we do like it'd be. It'd be crazy. Like it'd be a yeah. whole new like thing for like like rap artists, I guess. Yeah. Like I I think I guess like maybe rock bands would it'd be that'd be kinda more difficult, I yeah. think. There'd be a lot of parts to that. Yeah. But like hip hop right now, I could probably handle. Yeah. And I just have to remember what your settings are. Yeah. So I can just put those on there. <laughs> but I guess every artist is different. Yeah, everyone will be with different. their vocals, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and you liked well how do you how do you like your vocals like because you're setting them up and you're trying to tell me and i was just like i don't know what you're talking about dude <laughs> like, yeah well just to make it not so crunchy and uh-huh. flat sounding when the beat comes in mm-hmm. that that's all i was trying to just kind of give a little more fullness and kind of help it blend into the the audio track a little bit better mm-hmm. but and now we have that wootko sound something we got something yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean i just you know i think this would be a cool thing to try because i've never done it before you've never done it before yeah and you know it'd be a cool opportunity for you maybe in the future to you know bring other native artists on and for them to showcase their their gifts and talents and just a new way to do it i know audio engineer now yeah technically yeah, yeah. music producer no I'm just you're a producer man <laughs> <laughs> well uh so tell us about this song you're about to 
do first. Uh, so this song is called Light as a Feather. It's basically just about learning to let go of like toxic things, like getting yourself back up from a fall or like a relapse or, you know, getting out of depression or letting go of, you know, guilt and shame. And in the process of you learning how to do that, you, you know, I use the line light as a feather as we learn how to let it go. It's just feeling light, not carrying the weight of that, those negative things in your life with you. Mm -hmm. You know, your heart gets lighter, your spirit gets lighter. And that's, that's basically what the song's about. Yeah. It's very uplifting. Um, I remember when, I think that was the first song I listened to yours before you came over. And uh and seeing you live at the shrine was was so dope too. You know, because I, I enjoyed that show because a lot of my friends are there, but uh it, it's just really cool to see like all my friends out here like just killing it in yeah. music and whatever, comedy, acting, everything. You it's know, a lot and, of us doing really cool stuff. Yeah. Lately. And it's it's and it was really like powerful to see you up there at the shrine and like just the energy you gave off like there was so much energy and it was like uplifting and everybody was like cool dude like there was no problems yeah. or anything and so and this song is like very uplifting to me it's got a nice like uh a nice is it up up tuny beat I guess like mm -hmm. bam, 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 bam. yeah. Did you produce that? Who produced no, that? No, no, I didn't. I I don't like make the music. I uh -huh. like you know find producers that make beats mm -hmm. or like find beats on YouTube and I just write to it. Mm, um, okay. I mean, I plan on making my own beats in the future. I'm building, working towards building my home studio up now. Um, but yeah, I just I find beats that are already made and I just like kind of feel the music and then just let whatever comes out from what I feel and just put it into song and. Yeah, that's what this song is basically. Nice. Just, I found it. I like the tune, and I'm like, man, this makes me feel really good. Like, I feel like that. I mean, because what I do is I f I find the beat and I hear the tune. Like within like five seconds, I I can tell if I'm gonna like this or not. Mm -hmm. And with this song, like I just heard the tune, and I just felt like, whoa! I was like, there's something here, and I just immediately is is I'll, I'll put headphones on and I'll put it on, push play, and I start just kind of hearing these tunes in my head over the the music and i just kind of start out with babbling noises i'm like i kind of figure that out and then figure out cadences and rhythms and then start working lyrics into it and it's just i never know how it's going to sound but i just go off how the the music makes me feel mm -hmm. when i listen to it and that's kind of the process really yeah i never really know how a song is going to turn out Mm. or sound like or even what it's about the lyric i don't sit down and plan like okay i'm gonna write about this mm -hmm. the song the music just makes me feel something and then i just tap into that and just express whatever that feeling is or you know based on what i'm going through or just just whatever comes out what you're feeling yeah. with that beat mm -hmm. yeah i probably write about the same thing it's very yeah. very inspiring it's a, it's a it's a like i said a it's a uppity beat i guess you know, so yeah. Um, I was gonna ask you something. Oh yeah, when did you make that song, or make the song we're about to hear? When did you uh, officially make it? Dang, I don't know. Back in twenty twenty. Really? Oh wait, I don't know. The COVID times. Maybe yeah. I wrote a lot of songs during COVID. Um, pretty sure it was like a year or two ago, mm -hmm. but I didn't like make a video for it or anything until last year. Mm -hmm. Put it out on New Year's. 
New mm. Year's. It's a New Year's song. All right, all right. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. This is Light as a Feather. Wootko is going to perform it. Nervous. You got it. Yeah, we're just gonna have it. All right, here we go. Grow slowly, don't get old. Young spirits, we stay golden. I pray to bless all of my kinfolk, and I hope that it hits them tenfold. Because somehow we still don't fold inside of a dream they sold. And I know this world can be cold, but don't let it take hold. What I got, I will not sell. My spirit, that's true wealth, and I do well with that new health. Dispelling all dark spells when I truth tell. Love another time back when I fell from the divine. Steadily climbing, refining my grind and claim my shining. Okay, so you fell, you know we do it so well. But did you get back up and bring home a story to tell? And you'll be just fine, you're not the first thing girl that fell. Don't forget you got wings, you don't gotta stay in hell. No, I know we must grow, but please don't get old. Your spirit is forever young, so keep it gold. Free my soul, it's green. I was so nervous. Oh my god! <laughs> Took me a minute to get into it. <laughs> it was good. That was good, dude. That was really good. I enjoyed that performance. What? What are your thoughts? Like after doing it like that? Mm. Different. Felt good though. Mm-hmm. I. I mean, I like doing like live one take recordings because like it's just it's just more raw and real. Like 
when you record a song, you get like the best take. You know, I might do a line 10, 12 times, you know, and then do it over and over until I get one that's like just right. And when you do it live, it's like the experience of watching somebody uh, like just express themselves in the moment is like really freeing and I don't know, that's that's what I think about when I feel like I'm always so nervous before performing any song because you don't know if you're going to mess up or if you're going to hit the right keys or and you may not always be so smooth but like you're still like creating a song in the moment like in real time and it's just it's it's nerve-wracking but it feels like really good afterwards mm-hmm. and you know with the song like that you know I write I write songs like that just for people that are listening. I try to be aware of that there's other humans on the other side of what I'm putting out and to be able to create something and express yourself and maybe connect with someone that might be going through something or feeling a certain way and then for them to connect with that music and the lyrics and maybe it helps them get through something like that's a really good feeling and that's what that song is like for yeah for anybody just trying to move on from stuff and just let things go and feel light as a feather basically like right now i feel a lot better now that we got that first song out of the way yeah i don't know what it sounds like because we're not gonna we haven't gone back and listened to it like you know when i'm recording in the studio i would listen to every part so meticulously mm-hmm. and then it's produced and mixed and mastered and but that's the beauty of live performance it's just it's not perfect, but it's just real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Uh, now I was sitting here trying not to look at you. I was, <laughs> I know I was trying to pretend I was in my car in the garage. Cause that's where I, that's where I record and yeah. practice. I was trying to pretend I was in the garage and no one's around and I was sitting here like waving my arms around. I was like, man, okay, they're over there. They can watch me. Uh, I wasn't even looking yeah. at you. I was like, over here. <laughs> Because you mentioned, yeah, you were nervous, but I mean, that's with everything, everybody too, everybody gets nervous. Yeah. I mean, even something just like this, you know, like it's just four of us here. And I mean, I just told you like, just pretend we're not here because I know I get nervous with a lot of stuff like, Mm -hmm. you know, like live shows or hosting stuff like I get super nervous, but Man, I just have to work through it. I got to breathe, and yeah. I just like go out there, and I'm like, if I stutter, if I mispronounce something, or if I forget what I'm saying, and I mean, it has to go on. It has. To, like, yeah. There's no like redo or anything. You know, and you know what I think about anytime I ever watch other artists perform live, even when they're not like perfect, I actually like kind of appreciate the imperfections mm-hmm. because it's like it's real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, not everything you make or everything you do is going to be perfect, but in that moment that's like real expression mm-hmm. you know like i'm just getting lost in the headphones and forgetting that we're even recording a song and just trying to just do it you yeah know? yeah i mean that's that's another thing you know i have to remember like i can't be perfect yeah you know i have to because that's what i guess like the main thing for everybody i don't want to speak for everybody but mainly mm-hmm. me and other people it's like putting yourself on this like i guess pedestal of like being perfect like you can't fuck up you can't you can't mispronounce it you can't fall you yeah. can't i mean like and 
you get it into your head of like, man, if I do that, then they're going to laugh or like, yeah. they're going to say something crazy. But I had, I had just had to remember like, I, I'm not perfect, man. Like I will, I can try to be, I can do all this like prep work, but, but you're right, man. We're human and mistakes are going to be made. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that too. It's like, you know, I'd never, I never like said it out loud, but I know like, just like SNL, right? Like some people will just crack up when they're doing their bits. Yeah. And it's funny when they do that though. Yeah. Like they, they'll start laughing at their, uh, the person they're in a bit with and they'll just, and everybody will laugh with them because they're laughing at the same thing and they got to get back into character. Yeah. And it just shows like, you know, like you said, like we're all, we're all just like human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah, we're going to make mistakes or whatever and embrace it, you know, just, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's nerve-wracking man. yeah especially around around here we're from tulsa in the music scene like it's a big thing to like to not uh perform over like pre-recorded vocals mm-hmm. like, really yeah um even i mean in the hip-hop scene like they have a thing i mean people just it, like when they come to see you live they want to see you perform the song live mm-hmm. and it's it is nerve wracking because you don't have all the production, you don't have harmonies, you don't have everything mixed. You just have you and your vocals in the beat. Yeah, and it's a scary thing to do. And but it's like it's fun at the same time. Mm-hmm. If you're not perfect, oh well. Yeah. Yep. I mean, like that's a lot of pressure too. I mean, you're the one on stage. You're the one up there giving your time and everything, and just like for something like that small, like I think I've heard that too. Like, like you kind of get crapped on if like you have like your actual song playing where you're trying to yeah. i guess rap over it or something i mean i don't but, judge people that do that because i mean you're you're they're still entertaining yeah you're but. you're an entertainer you're up there you're giving them a show mm-hmm. and but i mean i guess that's with all rappers too because i hear like bigger rappers say that about other artists like oh well he's just rapping over his main song yeah. but it's like uh I, I think I'm a fan it. of that person, so yeah. it's cool to see that person like yeah. just up there doing her thing. So, and exactly. sometimes like some people, like older rappers now, like they lose their voice. It's like, mm-hmm. and maybe like that song helps them, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. I don't try to like judge how someone chooses to express themselves. Yeah, everyone just, does it different. I just see, yeah, I, I see a lot of that judging stuff, but I don't really care. It's like whatever, like. Just do it, you know. Yeah. You're up there and you're proving people like you could get up here and perform and you could do this because just just standing in front of people is nerve wracking. I know. <laughs> like I like I used to hate that. Like public speaking too. I God, growing up it was just like I could not just do it. But I mean, I'm thirty thirty four now, so it took a long time to. Just say whatever. I don't care. <laughs> but you did a good, that was a great job, bro. Like that was good. I enjoyed the performance. I think the audience did too. No, <laughs> the two people and the dog. <laughs> Natty, did you enjoy it? No, it's good. No, but that was good, dude. That was really good. Thank you. Um, and this next song, explain to us about that. Explain that song to us. I forgot which one we're doing. Uh. Was it? Hold on. Life has found you. Let me let me scroll down real quick. Yeah, life has okay. found you. Yeah. 
uh, I wrote this a while back. Like it was back. Uh, I was struggling with relapse mm-hmm. and I was in really bad depression and music has always been something that has helped me express myself and to get things off my chest and also to kind of, it's been like therapeutic. And when you write lyrics and you try to write from the heart, you start to dig down and really discover things about yourself. And then you, you, you know, put it in met, use metaphors and write in certain ways to where anybody can relate to what you're going through from their perspective. And so this song is just about like showing that, you know, I'm not perfect and, uh, kind of like putting the, my there's a, li- a line that where i say uh i i pray you feel a connection from my reflection trying to show that you're not alone inside imperfection no no perfection it's real truth with no deflection mm-hmm. so that's what the songs are i'm trying to just tell a story of like hey i'm not perfect but you know what? i'm gonna get back up i'm gonna keep trying to stick to this change and keep moving forward and there might be somebody out there that listens to it they might be struggling with something that I was going through. They might be really depressed or maybe they're struggling with like their sobriety and they're feeling really down on themselves about it. And they might hear the songs or hear these words and kind of feel better. Like, man, okay, I'm not the only one that screws up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I listen to music, that's something that like really resonates like in my heart when I hear someone, you know, basically spilling it and you're like, man, they feel like that too. Like, okay, I don't feel so alone and feel so bad about my imperfections because no one is perfect and you just kind of forget. You get stuck in your own little world and you're like judging yourself, especially if you're like really introverted. You kind of just get stuck in, stuck in your own thoughts and you start believing the thoughts that you're having. But when you can listen to music and connect with the artists through that and you hear their experience and you can relate to it, it kind of makes you not feel so alone. It makes you feel, it helps you get through it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of what this song is just for just to help people get through depression kind of just reminding them i'm not perfect either you know but you're not alone in imperfection because none of us are perfect but if we can't i mean we can't be perfect but if we can't be that like you know we can at least be real Mm -hmm. and so that's yeah that's what this song's about and it just about it kind of tells a story too um it brings in my friend taylor wind uh, back when I was like really depressed, I was reach. I actually like posted on Facebook like, I need help. Like you know, I'm struggling with something, and he messaged me and um, he was we were just talking and he told me about how he lost his uh, daughter, mm-hmm. and it really shifted my perspective from my how bad I was feeling and my problems. I was like man, like he's lost a kid, and he's still trying to keep going. And I just thought it was just really inspiring. I was like, man, if he can keep going through that, like I can get through this and not to like compare anyone's problems or, you know, put say anyone's problem is greater, but it's just sometimes like someone's problem is a lot heavier than yours. And to see them have the strength to get through it kind of like inspires you to get through whatever you're going through. Cause I mean, we, everybody's got problems at different different levels yeah and then when you shared that stuff with each other sometimes it it helps us all get through it together and that's what part of the song is about just like reaching out for help and it just felt like his story was like just a message like that just came to me from reaching out Mm -hmm. just reminded me like you know i got kids that are watching me and i got to show them how to get up after i fall down because one day they're going to grow up and they're going to make mistakes and they're going to go through things 
and I hope I hope that I'm an example for them to look up to. Be like, man, my dad got through this. You know, he did this. You know, and I hope to be there to help them through that. And so that it's just I call it life has found you because, like, when you get stuck in those things, you can kind of feel like, you know, you don't want to live or like life's not worth living. But like, you still have life even if you're struggling through bad things. So I just decided to call it life has found you. Dang, that's deep, man. Was it? That's real deep. <laughs> yeah, like a, I guess so. I mean, it is, dude. Because like, I mean, because growing up, like, music got me through so much. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, you know, from being alone to yeah. feeling like some abandon abandonment issues and stuff, and mm-hmm. and I mean, like, uh, I had some friends, but you know, when it when I was truly alone, you know, I had music. You know, I had lyrics, and I could. I didn't understand a lot of the lyrics at the time, like like rock music, like alternative music, but it would help like boost like I guess my men- my mentality, yeah. you know, it would help me uh possibly see another day. And <clears throat> and it, Same here. and it would like well, it would like uh it would show me too like there's probably more out here than this town I'm in, right? Yeah. Like there's more to do, there's more I just don't know how to get to that. I don't know how where do you even start with that and i'm only like 13 14 you know mm-hmm. getting up there about to finish high school or whatever so but that's the thing man it's like really being relatable you yeah. know and being like you said real like like making these putting these lyrics on the music and then it being relatable to people because that's the biggest thing is like you know you want to be the most relatable to an audience mm-hmm. don't know who but just somebody that might check it out and be like damn yeah like you said i'm going through that you know or yeah. i feel i feel that way or yeah. you know this this has helped me so much with uh making it you know another day you know thank you so much yeah. and i hear that from like different artists or actors or whatever you know and seeing that inspiration that people just have on other people you know it's 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 cool to see it's cool to hear and i mean like that's why i said that's deep dude you know well it's just that's how i feel it's just it's just the way i think and the way i feel about this thing that i do with music and i i really agree with what you said like i think that's the magic of music how it's kind of magical how a song can be written from a different life, from someone living a different life in a different perspective at a different time, but you can listen to it later, like years down the road, Mm -hmm. and the lyrics sometimes will explain exactly what you're going through in that moment. Because when you hear music, you're connecting with it in that moment. And I think some artists know that, and so they write lyrics understanding that one day someone's going to hear this, and it's going to be just what they needed to hear to get through that day. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly, and so that's 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 why I wrote it. Yeah, yeah. And then when did you when did you make when did you make this one? During the pandemic. During the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. And then, so same process of, I guess, hearing the beat and then mm-hmm. you know just putting yeah in your head already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I'll write I'll write lyrics sometimes in my head when I'm working or driving around, uh, but it doesn't really develop into anything until I hear music, mm-hmm. and I just let it I just go off what I feel yeah and you know after you start getting a foundation you know kind of like okay well this is what this song is turning into about and then you kind of 
go back and fine tune it and you know develop it into a story it's it's weird like the the process is it's different every time Mm -hmm. i mean every artist has their own way of doing it but for me it's (laughs) it's funny because sometimes like when i i'm like okay this beat's cool let me come up with the rhythm for it. And I'm like, you'll just be doing random ass noises and you'll be saying stuff. Like sometimes you'll say stuff that sounds goofy. Yeah. You, Cause you're just putting words out, trying to figure out a cadence and rhythm and flow. Mm-hmm. And you might say some weird stuff, but sometimes when you get in the zone and you're really like feeling it, you'll speak something from the heart and you'll be like, Oh man, that felt really good. Mm-hmm. I want to put that in there. And then you start building off of that and just keep going. I mean, I kind of write it line by line. Sometimes uh, I'll find a beat and I'll have lyrics that I've written that I haven't put to anything. And the lyrics that I wrote for another song will fit perfect over this. And it'll just be like, that's the one. And I think these lyrics were actually for another song. And then I heard this beat and I was like, okay, I'm going to start it with this. And I just started writing the rest as I, I remember the second half of the song, I was sitting outside writing like out in the country and that's when I was going through the, I was like going through it, man. And I reached out like for help and for someone to talk to. And then my friend Taylor messaged me and then I just, I asked him, I was like, can I put this in a song? Because I don't know. I just felt it gave a different dimension to the song to, to tell a story of like, I don't know. We might just need to do it and just he, you'll hear what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Here is Life Has Found You. Musical expression is how I've been coping with depression. Then my side arisen to owe me in recession. My spirit is sick of repeating an old lesson. Trying to leave a recession and step into regression. Always stressing, I get lost, I'm second guessing. If my mind is a gift or is it a deadly weapon? I'm always stepping on triggers, set in seven directions. Come to find that every test can become a blessing. Guilt trip from a fix, I slip into depression. So I write like coloring down a piece of heaven. Write songs to find the truth and I let it set in. Now I'm right a thousand of them before 37. Lyrical metaphors to share my perception And I pray you feel a connection from my reflection Trying to show that you're not alone inside imperfection No perfection, it's real truth with no deflection Sick of climbing back up and get out of hell Maybe it's about time that we try to ask for help Reaching out as the messages hit me like the wind My friend Taylor tells me about how we lost a kid Think of his pain, perception shifts again And I don't doubt that he probably wishes it was him But he's still trying to live, tears fill my eyes again Thinking of how you wanted her life because he didn't quit And I feel like she would say to give it all we can give And I pray you never forget you'll meet again But till then, we don't give in and we fight to live Think about the example that I leave for my kids Show them how to rise up from the fall and never quit And how I'm not afraid to share my truth when I spit Show them how to rise up from a fall and never quit To my descendants, I promise that I believe in this Messed up a little Ooh. bit, but hey, we did it That was good That was good
I like that beat, man. That was awesome. That beat is fun. I he- I remember hearing that. That's on YouTube, right? Um, Facebook. It's on your Facebook. Yeah. I thought because I remember like where did I hear that at? And I couldn't remember if it was your YouTube or if it was on Facebook because I know you have a lot of stuff on Facebook. But yeah, it's probably Facebook. I tend to go to YouTube, but yeah. I think I when I was you know doing my research about you, mm-hmm. I was scrolling to through different just videos of you and music and just trying to get an idea of like how the music actually went with Woodco. So yeah, and then to hear it live and just to rehear the beat again, like dope, hella yeah. dope. Yeah, that's a that song is pretty special because my the guy that I talk about in the song Taylor, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I stumbled over his name or not. I think I said my friend. I think it was bef- a little before that, yeah. but you, you actually Taylor Wind. Yeah, I yeah. say reach, reach, uh, reaching out as the message is hitting you like the wind. My friend Taylor told me that he lost a kid because mm-hmm. his name's Taylor Wind, so I thought it was like you know, cool wordplay on that. But yeah, that one's pretty special because. Um, you know, he told me that whenever he's having like a hard day, um, thinking about his daughter, he'll go back and, and listen to that. And he says it helps him get through it, get through the stuff that he's feeling. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, those lyrics, that song is pretty special to me for that reason. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty, it's, it's wild. And it's like, it's a blessing. It's a gift, you know, to think about someone dealing with one of the most tragic things you could ever go through. And you're able to create something that helps them. And it's a beautiful thing. And I'm grateful for him for, you know, talking to me when I was going through stuff and then sharing, you know, his story. Cause it, it really helped me too. Like I really think about that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. man, he's, you know, he's gone through so much and he's still trying to go cause he's got other kids and he has to keep going. Mm-hmm. And it really, it really motivated me to get through my stuff. That's awesome. I like to hear that. I like to hear, like, you know, when we had our first podcast. I mean, there was so much to talk about, and but now to like kind of get the stories of each song, yeah. you know, that we're doing, you know, yeah. Just, the first time we did, we barely even talked about music. Yeah, and we talked we talked about your uh, gardening, yeah, which is very interesting, and yeah. I've. You know, still haven't done it yet, but <laughs> well, spring's coming up. <laughs> spring's coming up, but uh, but I mean, to actually like dive into your music and hear like the thought process, and yeah. To actually see it like live too, like right in front of me. I mean, I'm looking away, you know, because you're nervous. But everyone look away. No, I'm not so nervous no. anymore. I was gonna ask you too. Yeah. Uh, How do you feel about that one? Like. From the first one you perform, like the first of this show to to the second one, like mm. is it the jitters have gone down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't feel nervous anymore. It's, if I mess up, you know, it's it's live. Yeah, it's, it's just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I don't know. I'm not really thinking about it too much. Nice. I yeah. Just, I guess focusing more on like the message of it. Yeah. You know, you mess up sometimes, and when you're doing it live, you can't stop. Like you know, you can't. Be like, okay, pause, let's start over. I mean, you can, but yeah. most of the time I found that when you just pick up and keep going, people are like, man, I, I noticed like you slipped up, but you just kept going. Like, that was cool. Like, people said that to me before. Yeah. That they thought it was cool that you just kept moving forward with it. Yeah. And so I just try to do that and try not to think about it too much. But yeah, I mean, it is really cool to be able to, to perform 
this is so different from anything I've ever done with the music. Me too. <laughs> to to perform it and then to have an in-depth conversation about the lyrics and the meaning and the story behind it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's interesting, man. Like, because, oh, like we were talking before, I just didn't know how it would go. And I was just like, we're, we'll do it no matter what. Because yeah. it's it's really interesting. It's and like I said, man, it's it's dope to just dive in before and then after. Yeah. You know, and then to see the artists here, like how you would be before a show. You mm-hmm. know, even though it's like yeah. just, just us, right? Yeah, because when you see an artist perform, you just see them on stage yeah. in the moment. And it's I don't know, it's it's cool to see the humanness behind it. Yeah. And man, I mean, even Stenjati, he tells me he could he told like he gets nervous too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't get as nervous as I do, but yeah, he's been doing it a lot longer. But I, I remember I've seen him post about it, saying that nervousness never really goes away. Nope. Before every show, I'm I'm scared out of my. I always try to talk myself out of it. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, every single time I'm like, "Why did I do this? Why did I agree to this?" And then after I'm done, I'm like, "Man, that was a lot of fun, and I'm glad I did it." Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, no, now that we're here doing it, like I don't even, I don't even know why I was so nervous. Like we're just we're just like, hanging out, yeah, man. I'm, we're just, I'm we're having just, fun. Yeah, we're just having fun. And I'm kind it's kind of cool knowing people are going to listen to it later. Like, yeah. That's why I was like I wasn't trying to like pressure anything cuz I, yeah. I was telling you earlier about that camera and I was like, well, I don't know, he might be nervous and I don't want to add any more, you know, because sometimes like just even doing this stuff people can get nervous you know Mm -hmm. i have people come over a lot and i don't know they they end up saying like but like as we talked before like we talked like 30 minutes beforehand yeah just to kind of feel each other out and then after we get done talking they're like uh i'm glad we did that because i was Mm -hmm. really nervous (laughs) i was like we're just gonna hang out like it takes a minute to get we're just having fun and then but then they realize like it's not nothing like there's no like pressure of like crazy questions. There's nothing mm-hmm. to be scared about. We're just we're just we're just friends. Like we're just having yeah. fun. And so but uh I would have to figure out that out, the camera thing next time and maybe yeah. we can do that. Yeah, like go live cool. or something. Yeah. But I'd have to figure that out. But man, this is awesome. Like I still can't believe we're even doing this. But the last song, uh, let's dive into that. Mm. It is this one a one that's close to you correct yeah very very personal i'm assuming from the title uh to my sons yeah this one's got a lot of story behind it it's probably the most personal song i've ever written Mm -hmm. um it's about it's about like being a deadbeat dad and then having a change of heart and trying to be better and then to, oh man, this can be pretty personal to talk about. I got my, I got Peyton, like 14 year old, he's my first son here. Mm-hmm. And you know, this song's about him and Kaika. Um, you know, mine and his relationship, like I wasn't always around in the beginning. Um, at first I didn't know. And then his mom told me, and back then I was just partying on drugs, you know, I was like, oh, I can't take care of a kid. I, you know, just scared, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to be a dad. You know, my dad wasn't around. You know, not and he I mean, he's trying better now. But maybe it, I don't know. I was just scared at the time. And selfish. And um when he was 5, 
you know, his mom didn't, didn't really want me to be a part of his life yet. And I can't really blame her because I was just lost in drugs and drinking non like wild partying. And, uh, when he was five, um, we got the paternity test and I honestly, I didn't even need it. Cause he was, when I went and met his mom, he was asleep in his, his car seat and he, they were in a van. As soon as they opened the door, he was sitting there. I looked at him and I was like, yep, that's my kid. Mm-hmm. Like I just knew. And so once the, you know, the test came back and it was no doubt that he was mine. I wanted to try to work to connect with him. Cause I didn't, I didn't want to continue that cycle and it was very scary. And I talked with his mom and her husband and, you know, we sat down and had a long discussion about it, about my, they were, I get, you know, they need to know what my intentions were. Um, how are we going to do it? I told them I wanted to work with them. However, they felt comfortable with it. I just wanted to be a part of his life because I didn't, I didn't want to do what happened to me. And um, so we started hanging out like just as friends. He didn't even know I was his real dad. I would go to his baseball games, sit there and watch him. And then I would leave because we haven't really like talked yet. And then we like met at the park one day and then we started trying to hang out. And when he turned 10, uh, his mom finally told him like, hey, this weird Indian dude that's been hanging around is actually your dad. (laughs) But man, me and him like clicked, like even before that, Mm -hmm. like we just, we started to connect. And then once he knew, I I just told him like, man, I was just real with him. And think, you know, thankfully he had the capacity to forgive me. It like really set my soul free, like of a lot of shame and guilt. And I'm always grateful for that to him for his capability to forgive and to understand. And so after that, we started hanging out more, talking a lot more. And then we just really started to develop our bond. And like, and he, you know, as long as I was real with him, he was always understanding. He didn't hold it against me. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't mad at me. He was just like, well, you know, you're here now, basically. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we've tried to do and focus on. And it's been, it's been an awesome journey and it's been a crazy one too, because the same year that he found out I was his biological father, he got stage four leukemia, cancer. So it's, it was terrifying because, you know, we put, you know, years of work trying to reconnect. And then it's like, as soon as like, he knows I'm his real dad, it's like, he's got stage four cancer. And it was terrifying. He's like, God, you know what? Like I just got here. Like, I was terrified of losing him mm-hmm. and to see him go through that. But like, man, seeing him go through all that and his resilience and his attitude through it all was really inspiring, like inspiring. And I have a lot of respect for him, for his intelligence, his capability of being compassionate and his understanding of life. I mean, he's had to face his own mortality at 10 and he's got a really good understanding and, you know, after he got through that, we just began to bond even more and more. And now he's like coming over, staying with me. We hang out all the time. We talk on the phone and we got like the exact same sense of humor. And it's been an amazing journey. And that's what this song's about. It's just 
that it's like a shortened version of that journey. Mm-hmm. And then I have Kaika and how I'm trying to be a better dad to him too. You know, I've, I've been there the entire time. So I just want to be the best dad I can be to my two sons. And, you know, in that cycle of like fathers not being there in my, you know, like my bloodline. Mm-hmm. And um, that's pretty much what this song's about. And it's like a song to them. Like if anything had ever happened to me, it's just, it's almost like a love letter to them and like things I, I would want them to hear to guide them and like things I, I, w- I would want to teach them as a father and things I wish that I heard, you know, as a kid. And yeah, that's, that's basically the story behind it. Yeah. That's good to hear, man. Uh, it, yeah, it's kind of touchy subject. It's it, hard, it's hard to talk. Yeah. About. It's hard to say like, Hey, I was a deadbeat dad, you know? Yeah. Like, but man, I don't know. People can change. And, <laughs> Yeah. And like we said, it's like relatable, dude, you know, because I know there's other people that go through that as well. Like they realize like I'm not there and I need to be there. But Mm -hmm. how old were you when that was going on? You said you were younger and you're doing a lot of the crazy stuff. Well, I was 20 when he was born. Yeah. And see, like we're like. When I was 20, I was going crazy, too, you know? And, I mean, it's just, like, we don't fully understand yet, like, what that is. And especially if, like, you don't have someone there to kind of teach you, right? Yeah. But you took the steps of, like, realizing it and then learning. Like, you're learning, you know? And and it's so cool. Like, he was so forgivable, right, to you. And just, like, you're here now, you know, Dad. And yeah let's let's move let's move forward you know and so uh like like we talked about man just diving deep in these songs and um to get past uh leukemia you know even that mm. and i mean what a you know what a what a journey that must have been you know like you're talking about you you show up and then you get to know and then that happens mm. like it, it i mean like it's just uh and then to be able to write about it and express in music too you know, and for them to always have that if something were to ever happen, yeah. you know. So, it you know, I just, uh, I can't wait to listen to the song again. And is this one on YouTube or and Facebook or just it's Facebook? It's on Facebook. Is it just on Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, on my Facebook page. I was going to ask you too, do you have music on Spotify or Apple Not Music? Yet. Not yet? Not yet. Is that a hard process? I don't know. I've never done it. Never? <laughs> 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 why it's not on there don't ask me <laughs> no i plan on doing that though because yeah. i'm building up my home studio mm-hmm. this year um so once i get everything done or you know get that going i'll that's that's what it, that's the next step mm-hmm. for me with music um I, I would like to put it on some streaming platforms mm-hmm. so this is an apple podcast exclusive oh spotify yeah. okie podcast <laughs> And uh, so, all right, everybody, this is To My Sons. Every 
shun I'm not a perfect dad But I'll always try to be a better one And never run A father's job is never done And honestly I'm just proud to call both of you my sons And I don't know it all But I'll teach you all I know I'ma show you everything it took for me to grow Like live simple Treat your body like a temple Find a balance and ground it down if you ever swivel Letting go with the past will keep your spirit nimble Walking dirt pass on a red road with a simple temple Gratitude for every day that I rise with the sunrise to see the light in my son's eyes. Came a long way, stepping out of dark times. Now I pray each day to see my sons rise. Write rhymes that are becoming the guidelines, getting me back to a clear mind in divine time. I pass time by watching clouds pass by on the countryside and feeling the sun hitting on my sun kiss, melanin brown skin with the gold tint. Indigenous, I live in light, heaven sent to a bright mind, spilling it through a pen. Shine a light, reflecting the gold within From a dope pitter to a dope spitter That won't step where a trap is set Learning to swerve triggers Made peace with the past, making my runs realer Won't feed him so my demons don't grow bigger Dark splitter, bad spirits will grow bitter No fear, I'm feeling the light grow bigger My spirit gun's a verbal weapon, soul kidder Weaponize the light rhymes and pull triggers To find the beautiful minds in ominous times Finding the signs, writing harmonious rhymes and I just want to express the journey of somebody that has been trying their best to stress less and pass tests to not be depressed finding faith to believe in what's next and I pray we stay blessed love more hate less go in the dark and sit with the faithless break the stasis from the dark places bring them back home without skipping the bases back to basics find out what faith is guided by the ancestral graces Ooh. <laughs> yeah that, i love that song mm-hmm. that one oh. When, oh yeah that one uh when i recorded it i didn't know if anyone was gonna like it uh-huh and i i you know what we're talking about it's like just do it and not care i was like i like this song it makes me feel something and it's got a good story and a good message behind it and i think it's something I don't know. I think native people, we all go through so much stuff from all the, you know, the generational trauma that we carry. And I think it's good for people like us to hear songs like that. Cause how many native people do you know that have dealt with like absent parents? Mm-hmm. You know, those like, you know, they were, their parents were drunk or, you know, drug addicts. So they just weren't there. Like a lot of us has got, have gone through that. And some of us, <laughs> maybe like have repeated the same cycle and to hear, I, I, I wrote, wrote that song in hopes that when people hear it, if there's someone out there that's going through that same thing, I hope that it like inspires them to change, to be better, to, to be there for the kids and just to know that change is possible. And cause you know, the, these kids coming up, man, they need us. They do. Mm-hmm. They need us to show them, how to be good humans, how to be good native people. We've got a lot to teach them. and So that that's what that song is for me. And I hope it resonated with someone out there that listened. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Man, that was a... Uh, God. Yep. So, man, this has been this has been amazing. Like, it's just been like the energy in here uh just seeing you perform these talking about them the actual getting the actual story of everything 
that you've written and why you wrote it. And I mean, there's more to it, you know, there's a lot more to it. And I love like hearing a story. I mean, this is so new to me, dude. Like, yeah, me too. I mean, it's, it's like, I, I want to start doing this more like to hear like the song, the story behind these songs because there's so much that goes into them. There's so much thought. There's so many things like you, like we said, the journey of how this song was made, like everything that went into that song and the things you thought about and how you put everything together and just express yourself in this way. Like, it's just like, I don't know, man. It, it's like a, it's a whole new, like interesting idea to yeah. even like think about. You know, how many artists do we have here, right, that could yeah. do this? And We've all got stories to tell. Yeah. And I think the more we share it, like, the more it helps each, lift each other up. Yeah. Man, there's so many talented people around here. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. Yeah. And I think, I think you know, the internet and the technology we have has made it a lot easier for people to connect through art. Yeah. And Native people, man, we got stories to tell. Mm-hmm. And I... I just hope that it helps someone out there. I mean, that's the main motivation for me behind doing music. I I, I don't really think about like if it's gonna go anywhere, or from, I don't ever try to like make money off it. I've always tried to just do it, just for the sake of self-expression. Mm-hmm. And if I can like help someone get through something, like, like that's all I want out of it. Yeah. I like doing shows. I like performing sometimes. And, if that's all I get, I was awesome. If it goes anywhere, then cool. But if not, like I'm already doing what I want to do with it. And I'm just, I just hope it helps someone out there. You know, anyone that's been through hard stuff in their life. I think you, like if you know other people go through that and you can kind of be compassionate and empathetic and put yourself in them sh- their shoes, you hope that they can get through it. Yeah. And you know, I try to speak about being indigenous and, you know, my life and I hope other, you know, natives out there hear it and it helps them get through something. And I mean, that's the, that's the whole goal behind it for me. Yeah. It really is. And anyone that's listening, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen. Mm-hmm. I think it means a lot. Let everybody know where to follow you, keep up with you. If you have some stuff coming up soon, like shows or anything, yeah. let the people know. And so if you want to follow me, uh, you can check me out on Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram. I uh, have a YouTube, but I don't use it too much yet. I plan on doing it in the future. Um, it's Wutko Music, W-O-T-K-O. And you can do like underscore music, I think is what it is on Facebook. But if you type in Wutko Music, it'll usually pull me up. And you'll see, I uh, like the profile picture with Wootko in it. And um, yeah, so if you want to look me up, I have all my songs on SoundCloud and a lot of the videos on Instagram. Um, yeah, I'll be putting new stuff out here pretty soon. And uh, I've got some, some shows coming up on February 11th. I'm performing at uh, a fundraiser for Bacone College. Uh, they're doing like a fashion show uh, to help raise funds for this native school mm-hmm. that needs a lot of like, you know, help fixing up the place. And so they're doing a fashion show to, to try to like raise funds for it. And they asked me to perform. So I'll be doing that February 11th. And then I have another show that same day, um, downtown, but I cannot remember where it's at. <laughs> so, but yeah, 
Um, but then I have another thing coming up, but I don't know if we can talk about it. Probably not yet. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty big announcement in the future. Yep. If you stay tuned. Coming soon. Probably shouldn't talk about it yet. Yeah. Yeah. But check his social media for that second show on Fe- So you're having two shows on February 11th? Yeah. So what time is that first one at Bacon? It's at like three. It's going to be, I think it starts at three. So oh, yeah. during the day and then. The like, other one's nighttime. Around like nine, ten, eleven. So okay. Be the next one. Busy day for you. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Man, that was nerve wracking. <laughs> like now that we're at the end, I'm like, it wasn't that bad. No. It, I don't know why I was so nervous, but it's just, it was so different. But man, I'm glad you did it and I'm glad we did it. Yeah. So thank you for taking the time. It was fun, dude. Uh, once we got past everything and figured everything out completely, mm-hmm. then it was like, all right, like you said, we're going to do it. And if we mess up, cool. Like, it doesn't matter. Let's just do it yeah. and see what happens. And it turned out good, dude. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it, man. I really had a great time doing this. And I mean, I loved seeing you perform right here, you know, and actually getting to see it and getting to know the songs and everything that I've mentioned before, but man, you know, everybody go check out his social media, check out his music, um, Spotify, Apple coming soon. As he said earlier, uh, Woodco music on YouTube, February 11th. If you're going to go to Baycomb college, check him out. And later that night, that's why you got to, that's why you got to get on his social so you mm-hmm. can see where he's performing at that night. But uh, is there anything else you wanted to? No, just uh, thank you for listening. If you made it to this point, you know, thank you for checking, checking me out mm-hmm. and hearing my story. And if you want to follow me on the social stuff then go ahead. Um, yeah. Stay tuned. Yep. Uh, so I enjoyed this so much. If there's any artists out there that want to do this too, I'm down. I'm down for it. So this is a whole new thing. I could probably make another like sideshow out of this, but yeah. uh, shoot, possibilities are endless. So it was great to actually do this and work, me. work through our nerves. <laughs> I know. <laughs> work through uh, the scaredness of it's everything. It's done. We made it. Now we can chill. <laughs> oh man, man! When I when we went to work out, I was like, damn, I gotta. I was just thinking about this entire time, like mm-hmm. just. Oh, I just always hoping I wouldn't mess up, but we did it, man. We did it, but made it. Check out Okie Podcast everywhere: Apple, Spotify, where you listen to podcasts. Check out Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation podcast, where you listen to podcasts. Um, check out okiepodcast.com. dot com. Follow me at Rustamus forty nine on Instagram, at Okie Podcast on Instagram. Uh, check out Reservation Mysteries or check out Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation on TikTok at reservation underscore mysteries check us out on instagram as well uh subscribe to the youtube channel hit that bell notification for unsolved mysteries of the reservation make sure you know when we got new content coming out um so once again woodco thank you so much i appreciate this man and until next time everybody peace